Welcome to the Relentless Transitions Podcast. If you are looking for a lifestyle podcast that is unfiltered, information-packed, and authentic, you've come to the right place. Whether you are driving, sitting at a desk, or listening with your friends, get ready for an up-close and personal chat with your hosts and invited guests, where they will share insights and practical tips on how to be relentless in facing the challenges that come along in life, business, and relationships. And now, here are your hosts, Teresa Carthron, founder of Make Your Mark Media and Publishing, and Rosalind Keith, founder of Triskelion Transitions. Prepare to unleash your relentless superpower. Welcome back to the Relentless Transitions podcast, everyone. I'm Rosalind Keith, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Teresa Carthron. How are you today, Teresa? I am doing great today. It's beautiful. Good for you. Um, today, everyone, we've got kind of a, an exciting, but hopefully calming in another way, uh, podcast uh, for you. We're, we're going to be talking about the power of silence. We've talked about moving in silence um, with respect to expressing your goals and dreams and this is different. This is the power of silence. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's actually a form of uh, mindfulness and uh, everybody can use a little bit of silence these days to calm their minds. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting topic. I, I think a lot of people feel intimidated by the idea of silence of sitting in silence, of practicing the pause, of mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, I think it can feel intimidating to people. Um, what do you think about it, Teresa? Yeah, definitely. I think that it can be a little bit intimidating because there's so much noise um, going on in the world today. There are so many things that are coming at us immediately as soon as we start to interact with the world every morning or every night, if you're a night person and you work at night, um, soon as we turn on the television or we walk out the door, we are just met with so many things. Um, I know that for me, I have been thinking about this subject um, quite intensely. Um, and uh, we've talked about it and I'll share it with our audience about how at night, and I'm sure that there are others of you out there <laughs> in our podcast world, um, you know, at night, it seems like my mind has just been racing and just so full of things and that I haven't been able to turn off, you know, all of the things that have occurred in the world that day. And then I think sometimes at some point, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do, you know, when I wake up. So I've been trying to work on a night routine um, that kind of helps to quiet uh, my mind. So I'm excited to talk about this topic uh, today about the power of silence and maybe even share some tips on how, um, you know, how to practice being silent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I um, came to really be aware and um, begin using silence and um, mindfulness or meditation, whatever you want to call it, 
um, when I was going through, you know, major, major upheaval in my life. And I really did need to figure out how to quiet my head and how to, how to sleep at night again and, and, um, and learning how to be comfortable in silence really, really helped with all of that for me. I mean, my, my cortisol levels must have been through the roof. I, you know, I was constant in constant pain. I, you know, I, I had a lot of crap going on and I just, it was starting to really affect me mentally and physically, I think. And when I started exploring this use of silence to help yourself calm down, um, I, it was uncomfortable at first. I'm not going to lie. It was uncomfortable at first. And, but now I love it when I am having those days where I'm having trouble making a decision or I'm stressing about something, um, taking a few minutes of silence, silent, you know, whether it's silent reflection or whether it's connecting to the sounds of nature around me or whatever, I, I really noticed that my heart rate goes down. Mm -hmm. um, my breathing becomes easier. And you know what? That's when clarity sets in as well. So definitely. And you know what? And silence, I'm going to throw out there, I'm going to make this even more interesting. And I'm going to say silence can be silence can be spoken word, but it can also be written word. And mm -hmm. by that, I'm tapping into the fact that now today, so many of us who are still in the workplace are working from home. And you're communicating, you know, through your computer and you just constantly like typing, reading emails and then responding or writing reports and that type of thing. And with my business, I have definitely, you know, changed uh, to a more digital format on most things where I used to, you know, be traveling around and on stages. Um, I do still speak some virtually, but I find myself communicating a lot through my computer, uh, writing up reports, uh, sending, you know, suggestions, opinions, writing articles, newsletters. So that is the written word. And sometimes I just need to, to disconnect, you know, where I'm not being asked a question that I have to respond to in any type of way. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's, it's about quieting the noise around you. And that noise can come from the emails you're responding to. It can come from the 24 hour news feed. It can come from your partner. It can come from your children. It can come from your coworkers. Like it's, we're just, we're just, there's just constant barrage of things that require our attention and that's exhausting. It and is. so, um, you know, it and, you know, another area, sorry to jump in here, another area uh, for me also is YouTube. Uh, you know, if you've been following us and listening to us, I talk a lot about how I connect with people, you know, on uh, YouTube or, you know, uh, my sense of community sometimes, uh, sometimes for mentorship. Uh, sometimes that can be overwhelming. You're, yeah. you're listening to it and it might be motivating and uplifting. But even that can sometimes become overwhelming. Uh, so you need to have like some other things. Like now I've started to inc incorporate just sounds of nature, like yeah. something that I can listen to that doesn't really require 
such intense listening, you yes. know, that it can just be in the background. Or sometimes I find myself just turning everything off, um, you know, while I'm at my desk so that I'm not listening to something else in addition to trying to read and comprehend and yes. respond. Yes. Um, there, there really is power in, in even in working in silence, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, um, we we tend to feel like we need constant input from something mm-hmm. even while we're writing that report mm-hmm. um but honestly if you if you turn all the distractions off and actually have your 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 uh, office set up so that it's complete silence um again I, I'll, I'll come back to this uh, as you're typing that report, because you're just focusing on the report, you're going to have insights that you can add to that report. You're going to have insights that if your brain was off nattering, you know, listening to a, a YouTube video, because you're famous for this too, aren't you, Teresa? Listening to a YouTube video while you're writing your book. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how you do it, um, <laughs> but you do it and and you do it quite successfully. Um, but really it's almost a relief when you turn some of that stuff off and just focus on that one task, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. is. It really yeah. is. You know, so we're giving, talking about like the power of silence. So today we're going to point out some things that are really going to help you to be empowered, you know, but also appreciate some silence. So one of the things uh, for me that I have found when I'm just quiet or when I practice silence is that it allows me time to actually get some clarity. Um, My thinking becomes a little bit clearer. I feel like sometimes when I feel overwhelmed or um, and it's hard to make me overwhelmed, (laughs) as you can see, but when I get there or, you know, when I feel like I just can't make a clear decision just kind of stopping and having some silence, even if I get up and I might be, you know, cleaning up the house or, you know, or something, I might be doing something, but I'm not talking. No one's talking to me. You know, there's no demand other than the demand I'm placing on myself at the time. Uh, It helps me to actually get clarity. Um, what about you, uh, Roger? Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. I, I, you know, I was, I was thinking about, um, you know, there'll be nights where I wake up, you know, in the early, early morning hours and my brain starts working right away. And, and I know that I'm tired and I really know that I am a person, uh, I need my eight, my eight hours. If I don't have my eight hours, like I know I'm going to crash in the middle of the afternoon. And so I need my sleep. Um, and so I start getting frustrated because I can't turn my brain off because the, you know, so the nattering is not just coming from, cause it's the middle of the night. So the house is silent. It's coming from within me. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I will do is, um, and I, I've I've learned this. I did I did take a mindfulness based stress reduction course, and um, is to um, and it works for me is to uh, repeat some phrase over and over again. So that's all that's going on in your head. So um, you know it it's for me. It's often just breathe in, 
breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Just to remind myself to slow my breathing down, right? And to, and to, and just by repeating that, my breathing does become more rhythmic and it does calm me. And, and, um, and eventually my head goes silent and that, that nattering that's going on in my head, that to-do list that's being repeated over and over again, going on in my head actually does become silent. Um, and, um, so yeah, I, I use it that way. Um, but I, I also use it for clarity when I'm having trouble making a decision, I will just turn everything off. I will stop striving to make that decision. Um, and I will um, listen to, you know, like you said, sound waves or um, birds chirping. I will sit and stare out the window and watch the birds fly by for a little while um, and just clear my mind. And then all of a sudden the answer comes. It's it's remarkable how that happens. So your so your phrase that you say to yourself is breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's all it well, is. Well, you know what? So I'm I'm gonna say that to our audience. If you have like some phrase uh that you say to yourself to help to calm yourself, uh, then if you're on our YouTube channel, then put that in the comments and Otherwise, certainly share it with us through our email at relentlesstransitions at gmail.com. My phrase is um, great things are coming my way. Oh, lovely. That seems to like calm me. It takes yeah. away any like worry. Even if I'm, if I'm in, it seems like, I, you know, when I'm in the middle of something and I, I can't quite figure it out or, you know, it seems like it's not going well, I'll just start saying great things are coming my way. And yeah. that seems to, I'm like, okay, because I don't see it yet, but great things are coming my way. You can see that I'm definitely big on like affirmations and motivation. So I use it on myself, not just, you know, with my uh, clients. And okay, so another thing that being uh, silent does for me is it helps me to uh, establish my plan. You know, it helps me to really actually uh, line out, not just select a goal, but um, establish my plans on how I'm going to achieve the goal. And that applies to everything. You know, it it doesn't have to be, you know, I I say that business and personal life just kind of runs, you know, uh, parallel to one another uh, for me. So I apply it, you know, to I'm going grocery shopping. So I need to get X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And this I'm going to go on Tuesday, you know, that type of thing. So it helps me to really just establish my plans on how I'm going to actually do things. What about yourself? Uh, that's interesting because I, I can see that, um, especially for somebody like you, who who you you do give yourself a constant barrage of in- input um, now, while look, you're working. Saying somebody like you, she said that one time almost too many on this podcast, but we're going to keep on going. <laughs> 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 um, that... That um, I think that uh, going from multitasking to single tasking, silence can certainly help that way um, because you're silencing the other tasks mm-hmm. while you focus on creating that perfect grocery list <laughs> <laughs> um, or that perfect, um, you know, email to somebody and um and 
so silencing the the other tasks that you have around you that's a that's um a talent that everybody really i think needs to try and gain to be able to um silence those other tasks while you focus because you'll find in doing so like you said it becomes easier to even see what you need to do in that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. for that thing yeah yeah and you know some other things that uh silence you know strengthens in me is that it allows me to become a come become a little bit more self-aware you know just of myself um how i'm feeling um and then it also helps me to become more aware of my surroundings yeah um you know i'm definitely in tune i think i'm pretty mindful about what's going on around me most time and i think that really just comes from my profession you know in nursing uh, working in the hospital, but also I've worked out in the community where I, you know, have visited people's homes. So I think that I developed the skill of just being really mindful of like people moving, you know, around me because I was put in situations where I would go places that I was really unfamiliar with. But then mm, I, let's say business, Rosalind, you and I traveling across the world, you know, so traveling internationally you know and just just traveling um through many cities in the u.s i think and being female um i think that that has put me into situations where i'm 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 pretty you know in tune with uh what's going on around me but you know having that silence like not getting out of your car or walking around places especially that you're unfamiliar with with like music in your ear or talking on the phone you know doing things that are are uh distracting yeah i, I think that you know silence can certainly help with that yes yeah yeah and um you know i i i think people actually fear silence in in many many cases and um but as you said, it, you know, it's a tool that can actually, in the end, save you from making a big mistake, especially as you were saying there, to be able to just turn off the radio in your car when you're in a strange neighborhood, um, turn it off, and before you get out of your car in that parking lot or whatever, it helps you to, well, first of all, it will calm you a little bit. Um, it'll give you an op- opportunity to buck yourself up with some sort of affirmation. Um, but it also gives you an opportunity to assess the situation that you've found yourself in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're not Absolutely. distracted by the radio or the sound of the motor or anything. You're you're just there and you know, um, it can actually alleviate maybe some of your fears too, Mm -hmm. right? In that moment. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, look, I'm just throwing out these tips here. Also, uh, silence can help, um, to identify and actually come up with some solutions for maybe some internal issues that you may be facing. What do you think about that? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, one of the things that uh, you, you mentioned affirmations, one of the things that um, I've learned to do when I'm when I'm doubtful about the outcome of a situation and I'm silently fretting over it, 
Um, I will, again, you know, try and focus on my breathing and, and remind myself consistently that I can handle whatever comes from this situation. I can handle it. I can handle it, you know, and, um, just by going inward into your own stores of energy through your silence, through not talking about the situation (laughs) to somebody, um, you actually do strengthen your ability to handle any situation, I think. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it helps you, you know, when you have these, um, issues that are going on internally, uh, whether there is some issue going on with family or friends, or, you know, it, it helps to keep you from, I call it that, that doing that rapid fire thing, like where you want to just call somebody and go and, and look at what she did or he yeah. did. And, yeah. you know, that type of thing. If you just kind of pause um, yeah. and, you know, just internally reflect on the issue, you know, silently, you know, yeah. with yourself, you might actually be able to come up with a resolution that is like totally positive and doesn't really have to involve people that don't need to be involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, You know, another thing um, that. um, um, Can I just interrupt there? I I call that practicing the pause and it can keep you from making a lot of stupid mistakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I, um, I first really noticed this when I was doing intercultural training with people, we automatically, it's human nature to rush to judgment when you see people behaving in a way that's not normal to you, to your cultural norm and to, and to say, well, that's wrong. They shouldn't be doing it that way. They should be doing that, you know? And, um, and, Uh, you know, I I say this to not just my intercultural training clients, but to my coaching student, my coaching uh, clients as well as take a moment, practice the pause, because you take that moment of silence, practice that pause, it does give you an opportunity to reflect before you put your foot in your mouth. (laughs) Yes, I was just getting ready to say in that five seconds can keep you from saying something that you really can't take back exactly but that five seconds can save you from sometimes years of harm yeah yeah exactly that just just that little pause it also can help you to really be um enhance your conversation skills or your communication skills you know if if you are a talker like you and i are both like talkers and i mean we can we can talk in any any circumstance but sometimes that can lead to dominating a conversation. Yeah. So if you start to practice silence, then you can actually become a better listener and be, a, you know, a person that more and more people are attracted to, you know, to actually talk to because yeah. they can get their, you know, sentences in. They can get their thoughts in and not just, you know, hear yours. That's one thing, actually. Um in coach training, you learn a lot about how to give your client the space. Um, so you may ask them a question and they may not respond. You have to become comfortable with that silence. And that's not the easiest thing in the world to do because 
our natural forms of of language, especially the English language and our Western culture is, you know, rapid fire, right? And, and so um, being comfortable in silence is such a powerful tool, not just for yourself, but for the person you're talking to, because it does give them the opportunity to get clarity um, before they respond to you. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a really, um, great point, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Now those are all the tips that I have for today, Rosalind. Do you have any more tips on, uh, the power of silence? Um, I don't, I think, I, I think we've pretty much covered it all. I would just say to people that, you know, it's really, really amazing how you will feel once you start raising your level of comfort with silence. Um, it's mentally refreshing, it's physically refreshing. And as Teresa, as we were just saying, it it opens your mind to other possibilities and opens you to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's let's share just real quickly some tips on how to become more efficient at practicing silence. So if you're not a person who has been practicing silence, or maybe you have, but you would like to improve upon that or strengthen yourself, because I I call these muscles. So silence can be kind of like a muscle that we're working to strengthen. Um, You know, what are some things that maybe our listeners and that we can incorporate help us uh, with that? I think it's, I think, what I what I recommend is, for example, you're at you're at your desk, the phone rings, you're in the middle of something, you've had a bad morning, you see a call display, a client that you don't want to deal with that day. So take <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> uh, I'm like, don't answer. <laughs> Let it go. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I'm more of the mind where you just take three deep cleansing breaths and just wipe your mind clean wipe your you know, bring your mind into silence then pick up the phone so for me the way i've built my muscles to be comfortable in silence is actually to start with short spurts of silence and gradually grow your ability to be in silence because like Teresa said, it's a muscle that you need to grow. Um, and it can be very, very difficult for people to turn off the internal dialogue. It can be very difficult for people to turn off the TV, to turn off their phones to, you know, so don't try and do it all at once. You don't go to the gym and expect to lift 50 pounds on that first day in the gym. Do you? Well, it's the same thing with silence is start with small increments, maybe before you go to bed at night, you know, taking a few minutes to just clear your brain, whether it's repeating a mantra is required, um, bef- you know, to gradually slow down the internal dialogues, but um, start small and you'll find that your muscle does grow. Your ability to handle silence does grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you actually made me think I, I had a few, but you added another one to my list. 
And it's something that I do, you know, at night, maybe, you know, because most of the television is so action packed, um, you know, lately. So one of the things that my husband and I will do is, um, you know, we'll turn it off of that, you know, action packed show or after that show is over with, maybe turn it to something that's just a lot calmer, like, you know, home and home and garden television or the food network or just turn the television off, you know, all together. That's another thing is not sleep with television on Um, because believe it or not, our minds are actually processing things all of the time. So, you know, even, you know, in life, they say hearing is the last thing to go. So we're hearing things that are going on in our environment, even when we're asleep. Um, And if you've never done it, I definitely have gone to sleep. Maybe I was watching something that was just, you know, just, I don't know, just some random show, but over the course of the night, maybe something scary came on television. And next thing you know, when I wake up, my heart is beating fast and all of that stuff. And then I pay, look at the, at the television and somebody's running on television and I'm actually in the scene, you know, yeah. actually with them. I've done that before. So do things like that. Quiet your mind, like quiet yeah. your environment. Um, you know, at night you can do things such as lighting candles, you know, that's one of my favorites. Um, but, uh, some other things that you can do is to start, uh, embrace meditation, um, maybe some yoga. Um, I've really gotten into sitting out on my deck. I've, you know, put some nice plants out there, um, bought some nice chairs and, you know, I go and sit on the deck sometimes just sit out there. Um, you know, nothing going on. And like you, Rosalind, I put up, I actually put up a bird feeder. So, um, you know, now the birds have recognized that there is food there. So I'm watching these birds. Um, but just, you know, simple things. It doesn't have to be anything that is costly. Um, and maybe if you have a reading nook, um, you know, in your home or create one, a space, uh, to just sit, um, you know, Alexa, Alexa is big, (laughs) you know, sitting in there and turning on that music or just absolutely nothing, but just creating a quiet space for yourself. And as Rosalind said, start out with just five minutes, you know, and then increase it, you know, slowly. I think um, that can be really, really enjoyable and helpful and help you too to move more powerfully in silence. Very good, Teresa. All right. So that's our takeaway. Start small and exercise that muscle of silence to increase your power. Um, Thank you so much for joining us again today for for another wonderful show. We would love to hear your comments. If you're on our YouTube um, channel, then please drop your comments um, in the comments below. And then otherwise, you can certainly send us an email at relentlesstransitions at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Relentless Transitions podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate that. And we'll catch you in the next episode.